Hi, welcome to the Arts for Every Life podcast. This Tuesday is hashtag Giving Tuesday. It's a day when after all the craziness of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, we are encouraged to give back. Um, and here at Dr. Phillips Center, we are so grateful to our community, our members, and our donors who um, every day give back to support our programs. Uh, just like this one, the Broadway chatbacks that are hosted by our education department. It's a really awesome opportunity to talk to members of a cast from a Broadway show. They happen every Wednesday of our Broadway show runs, and we recorded the entire cast of The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, answering audience questions. So I hope you enjoy and remember to be part of Hashtag Giving Tuesday. Arts for Every Life, a podcast of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts in Orlando, Florida. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Kat, I'm the education manager here at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts. And I just want to start off this chat back by giving a warm welcome to our amazing company members. Um, really, really wonderful, wonderful show. Um, so I just wanted to start us off, if each of you could just introduce yourselves and let us know um, how long you have been working with The Curious Incident of the Dog and the uh, I'm Gene, um, I've been with, uh, been with it since okay. August. Yeah. yeah, since August. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, hey y'all, my name's Tiffany, and I was with the last year that the show was on Broadway. It was on Broadway for two years, and I did the second year of it, and then I just joined the cast a few weeks ago, uh, this touring cast. I'm Adam. I've been with Curious since August. <laughs> Marie Elena Ramirez, and I've also been uh, with the cast since August. And I'm Felicity, and we all started at the same time in August. <laughs> I'm Tim. Uh, I've been with it since the very beginning, pre so for rehearsals on Broadway, which was almost two and a half years ago. I'm Amelia. I was with it since August. And I'm Jeffrey Waite, and I started in August as well, same day. Wonderful. Another round. I see some people starting to clap. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'd like to open the floor up to any questions anyone might have. <laughs> First of all, thank you for sharing this story because it means a lot to me and other people who have personal experience with someone on the autism spectrum. And um, for the lead, how did you get into character? Like what research did you do? Did you meet people? Um, yeah, we, we uh, uh, quite a few of us went to a place in New York called QSAC, which is sort of an after-school school, school um, for people on the spectrum. And we met, um, we met with quite a, f a few of them, but the main thing that we take out of this play is that the celebration of difference, and that Christopher has this amazing brain like no one else. And Mark Haddon, who wrote the book, and Simon Stevens never made a point of diagnosing Christopher, and so we did not take that upon ourselves either. Um, and the main thing is like to show you guys just what it's like to live inside his brain, and that's all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so did they. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yes. 
I haven't really fully formulated my question yet, but um, I'm studying BFA in Orlando as well, and I know once graduating, getting into the national touring, Broadway across America and things like that, did all of you start in New York, or I don't know who wants to kind of answer the question, if anybody wants to, or where did you get your start in Broadway or national touring or... Um, like that. I went to school in New York. Yeah, and I've been sure out a yeah. year, and so yeah. Rare, yes. rare that that one happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, to contrast with that, the bulk of my career was spent uh, very far away from New York. I'm from Minnesota, and um, I didn't move to New York until I was um, very much an adult, uh, um, about 35 years old. And I don't live in New York now, but I work out of New York, yeah. and I do all my auditioning in New York. There is one person in our, uh, an understudy in the cast, who lives in North Carolina, Joe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she went to an open call, yeah. and she booked the job. So uh, it happens. That is rare. That is quite rare. But I think most of us work. Well, Jeff and uh, you guys. Yeah. We live in California. So I, my first audition for this tour was via Skype. Yeah. Wow. So it's just a, you know, there's all different ways to, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah there, there are many, many different paths. Great. Uh, I, I, the, my favorite is that, that we have, you know, someone just out of school, we have someone who got this through an open call, we have people who've been with it from the beginning and you know there's just there's no single path you just got to keep yeah. at it yeah you just got to yeah. keep at it and it's lucky breaks too yeah. i mean i yeah. think most of us would say we were lucky we got in the room in the first place and then we were lucky that we were hired i think we always feel that way right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it was fantastic thanks thanks, thanks. thank you, thank you. Um, gentleman in the blue, and then. Um, it's about a year, right? Yeah, it's a, it's year. a year long run. This is our our sixth city. Yeah, we started at the end of September, so we got a, a while yet. And next September? Yep. Did, yeah. did anyone do the math? How many? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> times 50, so it's on the order of 400 performances. Because eight performances a week, 50, 50 weeks. We have 50 weeks of scheduled performances at the moment. You have so. families that travel with you? Uh, I do. I've got a wife and two kids who are with me. A four-year-old and a nine-month-old. Oh, that's that's great. Great. That's crazy. <laughs> I've got a husband and two kids that I left at home. <laughs> We're married, so we're traveling together. Oh, <laughs> did you have a question? Sorry, did you have a question? Yeah, um, I think something that, uh, first off, thank you so much. That was an absolutely amazing performance. Uh, I think something that's so unique and that takes people away from this performance is the unique way that the storytelling, uh, yeah. it just, it, I mean, it like, throws itself off the stage, it's so beautiful. Um, you said that you were with the show uh, from the beginning in New York. I think it came from the National Theater, is yeah. that correct? Yeah. Um, and you were in the show uh, in New York for a little while. Um, could you talk about kind of like those first few moments of discovery when you first started, started playing with it in New York? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, the, first of all, the design team for this show is like, 
off the book amazing. And they all collaborated together, like all at the top of their game, you know, and so they, every aspect of this show has been designed down to the most minute detail in it. You know, from the grid pattern, graph paper-ish floor, to the kind of Apple Mac type boxes and stuff he opens. Um, uh, and, uh, and then they have these uh, guys from a company called Frantic Assembly that put together all the movement for the show. Um, so aside from all the high tech, like the projections and everything else you've got going with the show, you've got um, what essentially is a black box theatre space, mm -hmm. where when Christopher decides he wants to be an astronaut, actors pick him up and he flies and he's an astronaut. Which is, I think, the thing I love about the show the most is that it, there's not wires and thing that, that, that it's like you could strip all of this away and do it in a black box space, and it would still be a magical experience. I think. Um, so those guys, uh, Frantic Assembly, they, uh, you know, they work with what with what they get uh, and what they help cast. So they work with whatever the actors bring in terms of, uh, you know, that we each have our own skills, I think, and our limitations in what we can do. And they, they're just brilliant at crafting that to be able to create what they need um, uh, in the space. Um, so yeah, for me, I think starting out at the very beginning, they had a very clear idea of what it was because they'd come from the UK where it had had a lengthy run. And we just kind of embraced what they wanted us to do and, and went with it. And a, a lot of the time in watching stuff, you know, it would be a couple of weeks later that, that it would start to come together. Like, you know, when we were teaching you um, luggage or oh, yeah. Astro Boy or whatever, and then you'd be, you'd be building this train track the whole time as well. And then there'd be a point circles. where you'd kind of string some stuff together and it'd be like, and after this, this happens and people, you'd see people go, oh, right, you know, it just, um, it would all just sort of come together. So it was just, uh, like, it was just amazing to watch. And I think that's, I'm hoping anyway, that that's been the same for everyone this time around, because we've had to create new stuff for the road because, um, the set doesn't do what the Broadway set does all the time. So there's new things in there that, that are like equally creative, sometimes more creative, um, uh, and hopefully delightful. <laughs> That's a very long-winded answer, but I yeah. <laughs> What's the hardest part about being in this specific show? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. I, yeah, I don't know if this is the hardest part, but I think it's it's a truly unique part. Is that the top of the show? You get dropped in ten foot of water, and you just have to swim, and you just have to go, 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 go. And it's also up to you guys to stay with us that whole time for two and a half hours. It's a long time, and so to really like keep that forward momentum and going, and yet find. Um, different um, nuances and different um, emotions and different, it's a different day in every scene and all that to, to, to find that. So it's not just fast or it's not just like one emotion, crazy, um, but like we're, we're finding all the different levels among that. So that's one of the things that's so great about the show and is maybe, maybe difficult. <laughs> I don't know. 
before I we black out for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if, if you if you even notice the audience. Are you so? I do. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and the response Absolutely. from the, just yeah. tonight and last night has yeah. been generous. When we get laughs, it makes me want to play with you guys. So much more. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the very first play that Broadway across America coming through Orlando has yeah. done other than musicals. I think that yeah, I, I was told that. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah. It's amazing, and I, I mean, it's, it's fabulous. I love the sets. I mean, everything about it, and I hope we see more of that. I hope it's I hope so too. Yeah. So, I was going to say, before we take another question, I just want to honor the fact that we are also on Facebook Live. And so I want to shout out <laughs> Axel Perez and Nat Natalia Rose Miller for their comments. They, uh, Axel says he was here last night. You guys rock. Congratulations. It's marvelous. I loved it. And please say hello to Toby the Rat for me. Um, and Natalia says, I saw your performance last night. It was a phenomenal show. I loved how the play was so true to the story, the use of the stage, lighting, sound, actors were all awesome. Adam, job well done as Christopher. You blew my mind, and it was an absolute pleasure to be in the audience last night. So, um, one, two, three, across the row. <laughs> so you guys are going to be on the road for another ten months. Will the dog fit in the box? <laughs> we, we might have to get a new dog. Yeah. yeah. I think that was always the plan, but Georgie has Georgie's grown. Georgie travel with you guys? A lot. The choreographer is going to take it. There's yeah. a sort of... A, there's a list. There's a list. <laughs> we don't just throw it away. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great article in the New York Times about all the curious dogs. Yeah. That have, that have all been adopted by various cast members and crew members yeah. and stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's cool, because there's been, there's been a lot of We went through about, like, at least 20, I think, on Broadway. Oh, really? It was like every six to eight weeks we'd get a new one, because they just, they grow, and you know. <laughs> and they're really great dogs, because yeah. they, because we play with them, so yeah. they, there's no time that they're alone. We play, they get, yeah. everybody plays with them, cast and crew, so they're really, just like great dogs. Right? <laughs> 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 Alright, um, so the three of us are kind of like juniors in high school, right? And we all kind of, we are juniors in high school. Uh, we've all kind of decided that we want to go into BFA acting as well. So what's the best piece of advice you can give for us moving forward in what we want to do to be like you guys? Well, I went, oh, sorry. I went to a BFA acting program here in Florida. I'm from Atlanta originally, and I went to Florida State for my BFA in acting. What'd you say? Theater department. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in the BFA acting theater department at Florida State, and then I went on and got my master's. And I will say that in acting, I think that the best piece of advice I could give you is to think like right now while you're juniors. Just know this is a really long, fantastic, fun game, and you can't really make a wrong choice. So when you're thinking about which BFA do I go to, which one, what, are, what does it say about this one or that one, um, go with your gut, and then when you get there, balls to the wall, right? And then when you get ready to leave, have some great ideas about what you want to do next, and then balls to the wall. You really cannot make a, a wrong choice, but if you want to do it, then go in and go hard, would be my advice. I, I have one piece of advice I want to give you, which is, uh, I, th th that's totally right what Tiffany just said, 
and you know, get, get whatever program you're in, it'll be good as long as you put a lot into it. But what I want to suggest is that while you're still in college, things that'll make you a better actor are taking uh, a geology course or economics or history or anything in addition to your acting classes and your music and all that stuff. But I, I swear to God, seize the opportunity while you're in school to do other things. They will make you better actors rather than taking, you know, a third acting class. That's. that's I agree with you completely. Yeah. 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 There was someone here. And then um, so I'm a state manager in tech in the area. So my question is, what was the most difficult part of the set to work with? The show. Probably Christopher, you worked with it the most, but what was the part that like stumped you? Um, there's bits and pieces that like stump at the beginning. Like I said, like when I started to do the chalk faces on the ground, couldn't do it. Yeah, your circles were great. Thank you. I've had, had a lot of practice. <laughs> a lot of practice. Couldn't do them to start off. Didn't know how to do it. I was like, do I do, I do it with one hand and circle around? And then I, you find your own, everyone's got a different way of doing it. Um, you know, getting up on to do the wall walk around, that was balancing on two people's shoulders on my knees is weird and scary and, you know, we're, we have to be like very in sync for it all. I mean, you know, it, it's a hard one because there's, there's the physical aspect of the show, which we're all involved in, and then there's this like technical aspect of the show, which is like happening to us. <laughs> so I, and, and at this point, it's sort of just like, Get, we just have to get through it. So I don't know if I really like think about it anymore. I don't know. I'm not. This is not the question I should be answering. <laughs> well, so much of it is very precise. You know, people getting up at the same time, people moving at the same time, people. You know, so a lot of that I think became sort of repetition, 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 and then you get us in a like black box grid with a yeah. break and a diodes everywhere and just flashing, you yeah. know, and then it becomes a, even more of a challenge. Yeah, I think one of the great things about the play uh, from like an actor or, or whatever perspective is like, you just have to do it, and so you do it. It's a great challenge. Because Christopher is like so brave and he just encourages all of us to like be brave and to just go out there and, and do the play. And we also are working in these great big houses that mm -hmm. are different. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of, um, for me, you know, I'm, I'm not doing a lot of lifting. I play with the audience more, I think, than the lifters. In, in that I look out and I, and, and, you know, these great big houses, you, who's up there? You have this one ear out to try and figure out how to, how to judge and how to play. It's, it's, that's what's interesting for me, is these different, side, different kinds of houses. Yeah, yeah the, the show is so uh, dialogue intensive that what, with everything else going on, do you ever mess up and open the wrong square? In my head, I'm thinking, I would totally grab the wrong one. Again, like a lot of repetition, a lot of practice, I have messed up twice the square boxes and the things. Um, you just ignore it. Uh, uh, they didn't get to see that house. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had audiences, I don't know if y'all had them on the tour, but on in the Broadway run, and I don't know if it ever happened when I was on, but I heard that it's happened that people are like, yes, yes, <laughs> when oh, you ask oh, the question. Really? I, I have oh, Yeah, the people in the audience would shout an answer. Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to come back tomorrow and do that. Yeah. Kim, <laughs> <laughs> you had a question? Amazing job. But um, from all the times that I've seen it, I can't pinpoint my favorite part. So I'm just curious what your favorite part of the show is. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I, when I came out of school, I considered myself like this like lanky, skinny, awkward, funny guy who could never do anything physical. So all of the physical stuff in the show, Astro Boy, doing flips off the walls, that that really gets me because I never thought I could do that as an actor. So I really love that. Mm. Uh, you? I cover. Uh, I'm I'm on at the moment because uh, someone was injured that's just coming back from injury. So uh, I cover a few different roles, and uh, and I'm also movement captain on the show, so I have to know a lot of the physical stuff. And. Uh, I've, so I've been in different bits up here, and I have to say, doing the wall walk, which is really hard, it's like it's hard to, and, but, but then once it clicks and you get the technique right and you're all together, it just is so good, you know, and there's, I think the first time I did the wall walk with you, where we got you up and we got, and we went all the way around and it was super smooth and the, dis, the dismount was beautiful and in time, and I think we, when we ran off stage, I was just like, yeah! It just, it just felt so good because it's so unexpected, I think, and just such a beautiful moment for me. Yeah. So that's, I think, become my favorite bit. My favorite part is um, is not is not a part that I'm in actually. Um, I love the fact that this play, and I've loved it ever since I first saw the play, even before which was before I even auditioned for it. That the play isn't afraid to show what families go through. Yeah. It's not afraid to show that a dad loses his temper and hits his son. Yeah. That a mom, for whatever her choices, why she did it, she leaves right. And so the moment towards the end of the play, when Ed, the father, comes on and says, listen, Christopher, we can't keep doing this, but here's what we're going to do. If it takes one minute one day, and two minutes the next, and three minutes the next, that part for me is something that's deeply relatable personally, and I know is so relatable to so many people who have families that they are desperate will finally come together one day. And that somebody in the family will say, okay, one minute one day and two minutes the next. And that to me is like so impactful and transformative and really inspiring for how far a family can go to the brink and say, okay, one minute at a time to come back. That's my favorite part. <laughs> um, for the father, um, if you could, I experienced a very uh, broad range of emotions on how I felt about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think is very good. Um, there were times where I was incredibly sympathetic and uh, times where I really didn't like the father as a father. And, uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about kind of uh, what's going on with him and what's going, 
uh, as you prepare uh, to play and everything, uh, what's going on with, with Ed? Uh, in terms of the, in terms of doing the show, or in terms of preparing, just that and anything you want to talk about, like the character's mind, or anything that you've thought of or discovered. I, I know sometimes actors hate to talk about that kind of stuff, but uh, I, ju I just read the book and the script. You know what I mean? Like I just buried myself into that to try and see and and find him. Uh, he's hard. It's he's a hard role, man, because he starts off. Whereas he shot out of the cannon, like he's on his back heels at the beginning, you know what I mean? His wife has just left him and and his son's in jail for a crime that he did, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, well, he hit the policeman, but I mean, he's, 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 uh, yeah, he's, he's, the, the biggest challenge for me during this show and doing 400 performances of it is I just, I just try not to think about anything at the beginning of the play and just do the play. You know what I mean? Just trust that I have the lines in my head and then just react off of what everybody else has given me because like, that's all, like, I mean, I have, I have him in here now. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's kind of how I've been approaching him because it's, there's, it's such an emotional role that, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't think about where you want to get emotionally. You just have to, that you get there, and I don't always. <laughs> and it's hard when you don't. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I saw this show also in Broadway a couple months ago. It was my first Broadway show, so I've always had like a real like it's intimate. It's I have a, a connection with the show. And after watching the show, I got more involved in theater in my high school, and now I'm minoring in theater. <laughs> so I have always had a problem with accent. And listening to you guys talk now, I'm like, wow, you guys withheld accents the whole time. It didn't drop. It was like very, um, it, it was very true to where you guys were. It wasn't like, oh, everyone speaks posh cockney. How, how did you get to that point? Was it a lot of practice? Well, you know, I'm, I'll say it, I'm not good at accents, but I've been doing this for a long time, and you get better at things. And the great thing is that there's always someone to come in on a production and help you. You're never just left on your own. So um, as you study, you're going to learn ways to approach dialect, and you're going to get better at some, and some you're going to hear, just have a natural feeling for more easily than others. Um, but always you're going to have help. <laughs> you're not going to be just left flapping in the wind. Yeah. Um, and we uh, had a, voc a dialect coach who worked with everybody and, um, yeah. I cheated. You know, I have a British mother, so <laughs> I've had to have that or I would be stoned in the streets. Um, but I also think with accents, like get the scene first or whatever you're working on, like the accent will come or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be spot on. You don't have to sound like you're from there, especially in school, you know? Like if someone is like getting at you about an accent, then I think that's sort of like their problem. <laughs> like if you're doing the work and you're doing good work, then that should be celebrated. And also, anything takes 
hours and hours yeah. and hundreds of, I mean, you know, when you think about like, I feel like sometimes with theater and with actors, we, I don't know, we put ourselves in a position like it shouldn't take hundreds of hours yeah. to learn things. Mm. But like ballerinas and violinists and, and sports people, everybody puts in hundreds and thousands of hours and it's like, okay, you know, you'll get like, it'll, you'll, there'll be a day where you, where you will never say, oh, I have a problem with it. You'd be like, oh, it's a little tricky sometimes, but I got it. And now there are so many ways to learn it. Like, you know, back when I was starting, we didn't have YouTube where somebody from Swindon, England could actually record, you know, say, oh, I'm from Swindon, blah, 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 this is how we speak, which is a lot of, you know, what you can do now if you're in a pinch and need to hear someone and get down some stuff. But there are a lot of resources and stuff now that are easily available. So it's a lot Idea. It's a website, IDEA. Mm -hmm. You can find any accent on there from any region of the world, basically. If you ever want to go on there and you can listen to it, it's great. It's a really great resource. Too. Very cool. Um, a quick shout out. So Aaron Rosenbaum says, congrats on the wonderful performance tonight. Um, and to Bill Jansen and Leo Baker-Smith, I think I speak for everyone when I say you will thoroughly enjoy the performance. They're talking about how excited they are to be coming in the next following days. Gentlemen in the front. I want to say that every aspect of the show melded together so well. The preparation that all of you have obviously done, the technical aspects, the moment-to-moment -moment realistic reaction and emotions that I could see everyone going through, it all worked so beautifully. And I wanted to ask, um, for each of you, I, we heard from you on this a little bit, what was your, one of your biggest challenges with this show, whether it be something during a performance, something during the preparation, something technical? I'm just interested what one of the, some of the challenges that you faced with a show like this one. I'll jump in first. Um, I find a big challenge with the show, particularly with like the, this, the kind of character stuff that, that, that I do, is um, you just can't tiptoe. Like there's just no time. You only have one word. The word is okay. Or you have one sentence or you have and so I don't know. To be to be honest, it kind of it, it kind of asks you to to be confident. And maybe you weren't feeling confident that day. Or maybe you don't want to be confident that night, but you have to go and be like, okay, I'm gonna make a strong choice tonight and I'm going to stand in it confidently because I have one line to do it. Whereas most of the time in acting, right, you have a scene and you can kind of find your way and listen and respond and all this juicy stuff. But um, with so many of the kind of the characters that orbit Christopher in this play, we just have this one moment to convey something. Um, and I find that a challenging personally uh, and as an actor. Uh, Similarly, um, for those of us who do get chunkier bits to work on, um, the show is so uh, movement heavy. The rehearsal was much more focused on movement than it was on scene work. And luckily, we are all very close as an ensemble, and we work very well together. We have two Christophers. There's another actor who plays it three performances per week who's completely different than this one. Yep. And so we have to be very flexible with what we're doing up here. And so for myself, I find that I'm discovering things nightly, and every time I find something that I love, I have to move on from it. And so I have no idea where I'll be in a month, 
or where I'll be by the time we end the tour. And part of that is because we actually didn't do a lot of scene work in the rehearsal room. We, um, we got put in our places and we had to sort of fill in um, everything else on our own. So um, that, that's been a challenge. But also, it turns out a really nice thing. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting thing is that the, the challenge is automatically the reward mm. is, is what I find with yeah. all this stuff. Um, doing that sort of instantaneous, you know, here's your character, do it. And, 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 um, and the kind of, uh, you know, professionalism and respect that you get when, you know, you aren't led by the, you know, we're really led by the hand on a lot of this stuff. So it's like, I, I, we, you know, the directors, I know you'll do your job, here's, here's the job that, you know, that we're going to assign you as well as the stuff that you're going to bring. And Siobhan has been a, I mean, she's such a unique character in that she, you know, she's his teacher, but she also channels him sometimes for a lot of the first act. And then sometimes he calls upon her when he's and needs she's her. Narrator. And she's sort of the narrator, but it's sort of like, you know, so she sort of has to go through all these different, you know, ways in which she fits into the show that aren't just... You know, she's the teacher. She's also a part of him in a way, and it's like it's, it can be challenging. Was yeah to find that voice in there. I think one of the most compelling parts was when Christopher heard you or heard your character talking to him because that was the thing that truly calmed him down and got him to a better place. And it was nice to see it he could have that kind of interaction with someone that wasn't related to him, almost more so than the people that he was related to, because it's always exciting and surprising when you do find that kind of relationship with someone that's not family, because you're like, oh, someone else gets me. This yeah. is what's going to make me me, is remembering that someone else is okay with me. They're not just there because they have to be, or they're supposed to be. So, I'm going to take these last two questions. We're almost out of time. And one more shout out, and then these last two before we close up. Um, so from Sammy Roberts, she said uh, she absolutely loved the whole experience watching this live, seeing the show yesterday uh, was amazing. Um, and she does have a request that Jeannie repeat that website that you mentioned about. Oh. <laughs> IDEA, I-D-E-A. It's the international dialect uh, of an EA, I don't know. It's the international dialect archive. So, yeah, it's Hopefully. good. Your um, question? What was the most emotional moment for Christopher and for Dad that you have in the show? And does it change? Yeah, it changes. Um, there's that, there's a couple of moments that I, I really love, you know, that are acting moments where it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to, I really want to sit in this for a little and you can't, the play doesn't really allow it, but there's that bit at the end between um, dad and mom and me and when he wants to know how the exam went and he's just like, no, and then mom switches sides and is on his side and kind of like whatever's going on there and then there's the bit that, you know, whatever he does there, you know. Always, I almost cry every night. Um, and then there's the bit where he's like holding me after I've ap like lost it, and that is an, an odd moment for an actor because it's like, 
Do I just sit here and sort of chill? Do I think about things? Do I think about the play? Gene's going through a lot. I'm just sort of... And it changes all the time. Sometimes I'm like thinking about other things. Sometimes I'm thinking about the play. Sometimes I'm looking at the sweat stains coming off my nose. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's different all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the first time he's been able to hug his son since he was, since, since he, I mean, in probably 10, 12, 13, 14 years that he's been able to hug his son. That's a pretty emotional moment for him. And, and also when he, when he finally is able to tell his son that he's proud of him, um, those are two pretty emotional parts for me. Thank you. Um... Oh, we've got people watching from Algeria tonight. So, Kaldun, <laughs> more international, and uh, and Jessica Rose says she just left the show tonight. It was amazing, um, and we'll take that one last question. Um, at this point, um, I think it's like just moving from the next thing to the next thing. So like in the rehearsal process, there was like um, either like um, actory moments or, or more physical mo movement based moments that were that were definitely tricky. And now it's now we just do the play. Now we just are there for you guys. And I think it's kind of it, to, 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 to think about oh this bit's coming up next it's not helpful uh, you know we just got to keep on keep on keeping on <laughs> um, but yeah yeah it's uh I would say it would, it would be more detrimental for me to like be thinking about what's going on next and to just like say what's the next line what's the next bit what's he doing I'll do something off that great next scene the uh, the, I never go backstage. Like I never go like into the green room. Like that's what's cool about this show. Like yeah. I, I, like you're always part in the part of the show. Like you're always close to the to the play, and it keeps you in that world. And I don't even like even when I have time, I don't really want to because I love being in that world. That's fun. yeah. You don't really have time to think about your. Yeah. You don't really have to think about, oh, the audience didn't like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do it differently next time. It's got some inflection in that, you know? <laughs> well, thank you all very much. Let's give another warm round of applause. I hope you all enjoyed the show and the chat back, and we look forward to seeing you next time here at the Dr. Phillips Center. Arts for Every Life, a podcast of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts in Orlando, Florida.